0: Hi. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Is this thing on? Yeah? Great. Now listen to this silence. Did you hear anything? No? Darn. Well, when you're done elevating your Clairaudian abilities, you may hear some messages in the silence. We actually do it all the time when we listen to that little voice in our head. I'm talking about clairaudience, or clear hearing. It's the intuitive ability you have to hear beyond the normal range of sounds. If you're clairaudient, you can hear information from spirits and from the information system. Those are the two main sources of clairaudient messages. The information system is just that, information. Your information isn't hidden inside you or attached to you. It's like radio signals. They're around us all the time, flying through the air, but we can't hear it. If you turn on your radio, bam, there they are. You can hear the signals. The next step is to tune into the right channel so you can hear it clearly. A clairvoyant receives the TV signals of the information system. This is why you don't have to be with someone to read them or to tune into them. I do video readings for my clients all over the world, and they are just as specific and as accurate as in-person readings. Some people are very clairaudient, and their radio is on all the time. If you're one of those, you have to learn to turn it down or turn it off, because audience can be awesome, but it can also be very challenging. It can be scary to hear voices in your mind, especially when you're alone at night. All that noise is enough to drive you crazy. Speaking of crazy, wait, are we allowed to say crazy or is that not politically correct? Hmm, well, anyways, speaking of crazy, let's get this out of the way right off the hop. Are you Claire clairaudient or are you having a psychotic episode? I'm not an expert in psychosis, but there is an important difference between clairaudience and psychosis. During a psychotic episode, you may hear voices when no one is around, but you're not in control of these voices. They may tell you to do things to harm yourself or others. You may think that the characters on a TV show or in a movie are talking directly to you your thinking, your speech, your behavior, it's all disorganized. And what is key about psychosis is it involves leaving behind reality. This is not the case when you're having a clairaudient experience. You are completely in touch with reality. You can listen when you choose and block it out when you don't want messages. Having said that, if you think you are having mental health issues, please, please, please contact your doctor. Clairaudient messages will sound like your voice in your mind. They will sound like your thoughts. And with practice, you will learn to differentiate between your own thoughts and a clairaudient message. Sometimes, Clairaudient messages can be heard with your regular hearing. If you do hear something on the outside, you may be dealing with a ghost. Clear audience is soft and subtle. It often sounds like when you are thinking to yourself. Once you've developed this skill, you'll be able to differentiate between your own voice and the voices of spirits there are often signs that you are clairaudient or you can elevate your clairaudient abilities easily. Clairaudients often struggle to manage noisy environments. Too much noise can stress you out. You can't wait to get away from all the noise and all the clatter. I'm talking about actual noise, like in large crowds, at construction sites, things like that. Noise can make you feel tired and irritable. A loud party, or if someone has the TV on really loud, can make you feel like you're going to crawl out of your skin. This is my only complaint about being clairaudient. The loud noises make me nuts. As a clairaudient, you probably enjoy and need quiet. Clairaudients often hear unintelligible sounds, or maybe they hear names, phrases, words, or music. If you're hearing these from outside your head, and there is no actual physical source for it, well, you might be dealing with a ghost. The clear audience we're going to focus on and elevate here is in your own thoughts. The most common time to hear these sounds and names is just before you fall asleep. If you're able to hold on to that half asleep state of mind and tune into the voices or noises, you may get some interesting information and some answers. This state of mind can also be achieved through meditation if you'd prefer that. Some say you may be clairaudient if you hear ringing or buzzing noises. Maybe you feel your ears pop. They say that if you hear those sounds that normally come up and quickly disappear and there is no medical explanation, This might be a sign that you're clairaudient. I don't know. My jury's still out on this. I don't experience clairaudience this way, but many people do, and and that's great. The thing is here that ears are so sensitive to anything going on in your head, like sinuses or changes in barometric pressure. You may not feel it, but your ears will. I have tinnitus. There's constant buzzing and ringing in my head. It could have been the Walkman I played at full blast when I was a teenager or all the blow drying. Do you remember how much blow drying it took to get that Farrah Fawcett look? If you're experiencing any of these kind of random noises in your ears, go get your ears checked. Please always get a logical explanation for anything before you go ghost. Don't ever go ghost right away. Another clue of clear audience is that your preferred way of learning is through listening and that you learn best through listening. You would prefer to listen to an audiobook instead of actually reading the book. I learn better by doing. With me, it's in one ear and out the other, especially if I'm trying to learn about technology or math. Don't judge yourself on this one alone, because I get so many of my messages through clairaudience. If you are Clairaudient, it's pretty likely that you have conversations with yourself in your mind. You probably think everyone does this, but they don't. I was shocked when I found that out. If you can have conversations with yourself or can imagine a conversation with someone else in your mind, that's a great head start to learning audience. If you can't, we'll be practicing that later. audience are often sensitive to music. And I'm not saying you love or hate music, but you can feel it. It's as though it affects your brain waves and your mood more than most people. I'm not a huge classical music fan, but when it's on, I can feel it move through my brain that sounds crazy, doesn't it? Some music will irritate you, and you will just not be able to wait to turn that music off. This is very similar to being sensitive to people's voices. Some people's voices can rub you the wrong way. They could be saying the nicest thing, but there's something about their voice that irks you. Or, there are some people whose voices you just melt into. They can be telling you to get the you-know-what out of there, and it just sounds lovely. To go along with the music theme, a lot of clear audience can get messages and signs in songs. I'm not talking about the songs that mean something to you. It's a song that answers your question. Another type of message is when a particular song reminds you of someone and it comes to mind or on the radio. Then suddenly you hear from them or you hear about them. Ario Speedwagon had a song called Take It On The Run. When I was a teenager, I would crank that song right up on my boombox. That's, I think, what we called them. There are a few spots in that song where I thought I heard my mom yelling my name from downstairs and I would turn down the music and yell, what? Because I was such a polite teenager. She'd yell, what? Back and I'd say, you called me. And she'd say, no, I didn't. This happened the same way every time. And I never clued in until years later that it was the song. There's just a certain combination of notes or voices And it made it sound like my mom was calling me. I guess I wasn't too bright. Uh, Now that my mom is gone, sometimes I play that song just so I can hear her voice. But I love when I'm missing her. Well, I don't love missing her. But I love what happens sometimes because sometimes I need to hear from her or I miss her. And that song comes on within hours. And this song is years and years, decades old. We'll chat about using songs as messages in just a bit. Sometimes even when I'm doing readings, I'll hear a song, and it won't even be a common song. And it's a song that reminds my client of someone in their life, or a song someone used to sing to them. Other times, it's the lyrics of the song that contain a message for them. And I'll tell them to go Google the lyrics and see what it is that makes sense for them or we'll Google it right there and figure it out together. If you don't have all of the traits, that's okay. We can work on your audience abilities right now. Here's the fun part. The easiest way to develop clairaudience is to practice. You practice sensitizing your hearing, your actual physical hearing. This works because as you train yourself to hear more in the physical world, it will be easier for you to pick up otherworldly sounds and messages. Whatever you're doing right now, if you can stop, please do. Listen to the sounds that you immediately hear. They'll obviously be the loudest sounds. Maybe it's the TV, maybe it's your kids playing. Now, block out those loudest sounds and listen just beyond that. Listen to the things we get used to, and we tend to tune them out. So do you hear the furnace or the air conditioner humming? Do you hear the refrigerator running? Do you hear the traffic? Take in all the sounds. Now let them fade into the background again. You can do this at any time. While puttering around the house, while you're out for a walk, when ever. You can even do it while you're watching movies or watching TV. Try this every so often. Aim for 3 to 5 times a day in the start, just to practice. It only takes moments and it will make a world of difference in elevating your clairaudient abilities. When you're done listening to this podcast, there's some things you can try. You can turn on two radios or two TVs or the radio and the TV. Tune into one at a time while trying to ignore the other. Switch and go back and forth until you feel you've got a lock on each one. What's really great is to put yourself in between them, and you could almost feel your sensitivities going from right ear to left ear and to back again. Another is to listen to music. Pick your favorite song or just flip on the radio. Listen to only one instrument in that song or listen to just the singer, focus on the singer's voice. And when you do this, tune out all the other parts of the song. If you can't tune them out entirely, just make them fade into the background and bring the level of the thing you're focusing on up a few notches. You may still hear them, it's okay. Now change to another instrument. Try this with different songs and different styles of music, especially the ones you don't normally listen to. When you're in a crowd of people, it could be a restaurant, a store, or even your own home. Take a moment to tune into the different conversations while tuning out others. Listen to some to the left, and then some to the right, some in front and some behind. See if you can actually physically feel your focus shifting to the different spots. You can go for a walk inside your house and listen to the subtle changes in sounds from room to room. If you have teens, don't barge in, or maybe do barge in, God knows what they're doing but you can just walk by their door and take a quick listen. But listen, you gotta always listen to those ones. You can also go for a walk outside. Listen to the birds, the wind in the trees, dogs barking in the distance. Notice all of the sounds. Doing these things takes you pretty close to meditating. Especially if you can't meditate, this might be the closest you get. See how long you can focus on, on these things, on each moment, on each activity. And the next time you try it, do it for a little longer. You don't have to do all the exercises in one shot. Take advantage of whatever situation you're in and elevate your audience. then. You can also ask for a message through the radio, like I mentioned earlier. If you're struggling with a situation, Go for a drive or just relax on your sofa. If you're on your sofa or bed, you need a radio close by or use your phone. I like going for a drive because it changes your environment and your mind is more likely to kind of float away. Wherever you are, turn the radio off. Take some slow, deep breaths and don't stress about whatever situation you're stressing about. Let go of any emotional attachment to it and your expectations of its possible outcomes. You don't even want to be thinking of those. When you get to that calm, neutral state, ask, what do I need to know about ABC? Or whatever the situation is. Make it very short and very quick. Remember, you've got to be neutral when you ask. You can get a radio or musical answer in a few ways. As soon as you ask, you can turn the radio on and the first song you hear, that's your message. Or you can have the radio on while you ask but the volume is all the way down. While you're asking, flip around the channels and stop when you feel like it. At that moment, turn the volume up. That's your message. You may have to Google the lyrics because your message may have been in the part of the song before you tuned in. It may be handy to have one of those song identifying apps on your phone or record the song so you can look it up later. Now if you're driving, you'll have to pull over. Don't ever do any of these things with your phone or with your eyes closed. Now let's do some listening Lynn style. Oh geez, that was dumb. Anyways, let's do it anyways. (laughs) Remember that Clear audience messages will sound like your own voice in your mind. So let's give it a go. As with all of my intuition elevation activities, go at your own pace and only if it's safe to do so. And by that I mean, don't do it while driving if you think it will distract you. Ready? Deep breath. Hear your name in your mind. Did you hear it? If not, try again but this time, say it out loud first. If you need something more concrete, say it into a recording app, listen to it, hit stop, and then hear it in your mind. If you are able to hear your name in your mind, let's mix it up a little bit. Let's try saying your name in different ways, but it will always be in your voice. I'm gonna leave a little quiet in between to allow you to hear these things. Say your name in your mind in a whisper. Now, a yell. A deep voice. A high, squeaky voice. Hear your name being said very slowly. Now, hear it very quickly hear in a mad tone of voice. And now a happy tone. Great! This time we're going to change it up a little bit. Hear your name being called in the voice of a familiar person. Now change your name being called to the voice of another familiar person. for the next little activity you can pick one of those people or somebody entirely new i would like you to hear them say your name and now they give you a message very good write down that message if you didn't get a message don't worry keep trying it's all about practice back to basics we go now abcs and one two threes if you already did the clairvoyant activities you'll remember this but it'll be a little tweaked for audience. I'm going to say the letters of the alphabet in order, leaving out every other letter. What I would like you to do is to hear that missing letter being said in your thoughts. If you'd like an extra challenge, try to see the letter in your mind's eye as you hear its name. And the challenge, like I've mentioned before, is to be able to do this with your eyes open. But if you need your eyes closed, that's totally fine. Ready? Fill in the blanks. A, C, E, G, I, K, M. Wonderful, we'll stop there. Now, we'll do the same thing, but with numbers. Ready? One, three, five, seven, nine. Excellent. Great job. Let's take things a little further out. We're going to listen to sounds that we hear normally, but we're going to hear them in our mind. I'm going to give you some sounds to hear. If you can add in your clairvoyance and access a picture to go along with the sound, that would be awesome. And if not, it's okay. You start with the sounds and work your way into clairvoyance. I would like you to try to hear the following sounds in your mind. I'll leave a little space in between. A dog barking a doorbell, the wind blowing through the trees, an alarm clock, your phone ringing, the waves at the beach. And that beach can take you to a relaxing state of mind. So let your mind relax. And I'm going to count from three to one, and when I get to one, I'm going to give you an instruction. Three, two, one. Let any sound come to you. Write it down. Did any emotions or anything else come up with that sound? Make note of that, especially if that sound didn't make any sense to you. You may figure out what that is soon enough. You could just be having a little prediction. Okay, your Claire Audience abilities are all warmed up. If you found them challenging, keep practicing, but don't get frustrated because the more you get frustrated, the more blocks that come up. No worrying aloud. Promise? Great. You are now all set for Claire Audience Part 2 coming soon, and that's when we get more abstract and we're going to get messages you never thought you'd be able to get. I can't wait. Thank you for joining me. Please hit like and subscribe. Head over to my Facebook page, Lynn Nichols, Intuition Expert, and Instagram, Lynn underscore Nichols, for more intuition elevation activities, free readings, and more. Remember, you are never alone. Chat soon.